Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, this is Kong Song with Believe and SDSU Basketball here on the Believe Podcast Network, a place with a show for every team in San Diego and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? This episode, we're going to break down some what-ifs of the season and just kind of explore what could have been in a unfortunate season cut short. So, without further ado, here we go. And as always, if you have any questions, please feel free to drop it in the comments. Under the ratings, uh, you can rate and subscribe to us on iTunes. Um, And let's talk hoops. So, based on the way that the season turned out, and given that, how given how everything sort of happened, uh, I want to just specifically talk about the men's team for this episode and explore the top three what ifs that I feel uh, could have swayed the season in one direction or another. So, at number three. A what if is that I feel is what if they had lost to Iowa? Now to set the table before the game, uh, the Aztecs were seven and zero. They weren't nationally ranked. They were sort of just like a surprise start, more than some a team that should be taken seriously. And from this point forward, definitely. Iowa's the the win against Iowa sort of marked a significant win and was used as an example of the Aztecs' resiliency and their ability to come back in neutral or away sites and also from double-digit deficits. I've heard announcers reference this Iowa game, you know, for like the last quarter to a third of the season. It was remarkable. So. This was one of the most, if not the most, uh, significant win that really helped propel the Aztecs into nationals, into the national attention. So I want to kind of explore this. Now, Iowa was leading 45 to 44 with 16 minutes left in the second half. And from that point forward, Malachi Flynn went off. He scored 23 points in the remaining 16 minutes, including 6 of 8 from the field, which 2 of two of 4 from 3, 9 out of 9 from the free throw line, and added a steal, 2 rebounds, and 2 assists. That is a solid game for people, and he did it in less than one half. So, if we imagined if they lost, one I definitely don't think they would have received the national attention that they did from uh, having the country's longest win streak, obviously, but for other reasons, by just sheer reference of this game. If they lose to Iowa and they continue the season as if um, it, the, it turned out the way we know it did, I don't think they would be ranked as high as number five. There, there's definitely no discussion of a potential one seed and the whole debate of would you rather be a one seed in the East or two-seed in the West for San Diego State. Those discussions that kind of surrounded the college basketball media landscape in the final weeks of the season wouldn't have happened at all. There wouldn't be as much hype of 
the best season in school history. There's no wrapping up a share of the conference title with four games to play and just sort of the incredible feat that that was. I mean, after this game, this week, they received their single greatest Kempom ranking boost. I mean, they went almost 30 spots just from this win. So it's just incredible to think what would have happened if they ended up just losing this game. Um, I don't know if Malachi would have even received the same national attention, even if the rest of the the season played out the way it did, just because of that crazy box score that I just listed that any college player would be happy to have for an entire 140-minute game he had in 16 minutes in a neutral site in a tournament early in the season when you had every opportunity to not do that you could have let the the game get to you the the moment the other team being iowa it's a big name school but malachi really started his ascension from this game and it's it is definitely a pivotal point i think um but not quite the top two which leads me to number two what if they didn't lose to unlv now Leading up to this point, there was a big discussion of the potential of a an undefeated college basketball season. San Diego State was clearly uh, the last team in the nation with an undefeated record. They were ranked fourth in the country at the time. Every game from maybe two weeks prior to this game was on national television. It was either CBS Sports, ESPN2, ESPN, you know, College basketball games are played uh, most of the time on Wednesdays and Saturdays, and they're removing San Diego State's games to Mondays, Tuesdays, Fridays, Sundays onto these national TV slots to get more eyeballs and really see what this team can do. And, I mean, this one, this one hurt. I mean, okay, so let's say they won, right? They lost by three against a UNLV team that they've beat before. So let's say they won. Definitely not getting lower than fourth at that point. They're definitely going to be the one seed in the East bracket and the NCAA tournament. UNLV might have dropped into the seventh seed for the Mountain West Conference Tournament, which now makes things interesting because they would have ended up playing Wyoming in the first round and San Diego State would have played either Colorado State or Boise State in the semifinal. And what that would have meant is there's a possibility that Utah State, the team that we lost to in the final, could have played UNLV rather than Wyoming. And UNLV was a team that outscored Utah State in both their games by a total of 10 points. So now you know that there's the potential that Utah State could be uh, the dream killer to Utah State. And or what did I say? UNLV could have beat Utah State's, I guess what I'm trying to say. But there's a scenario where we go from UNLV being, quote unquote, the villain or the bad guy because they beat us and they're the lone mark and the loss column for us to actually could have helped us by knocking off the, the single biggest 
threat in the conference in Utah State. And we could have won the conference tournament and ended the entire season staying undefeated. Regular season and the conference. I mean, that would have cemented whatever legacy San Diego State had at the end of the season. It would have doubled, tripled, quadrupled it because it's just so tough for any team to go undefeated that many times. That for, ugh, I can't talk right now. Um, it, it would, it's just an incredible feat and it goes from the best school or the best season in the school's 99 year history to the best, one of the best seasons in recent memory. Could have been of a generation. I mean, who knows what would have happened leading into the tournament if they've just remained undefeated. Which brings me to my number one. What if March Madness happened? This one hurts and it's tough because first and foremost, you know, obviously I'm definitely okay and understanding and glad that they're not playing the tournament this time around, given everything that's going on. I'm not somebody that's trying to say that this is something that should have happened. So I'm going to just get that out of the way. But let's imagine that it did. We'll just play hypotheticals at this point. Given the track record and, and losing the conference final to Utah State, they would have likely ended up being a two-seed in the West. And I'm going to follow ESPN's uh, Joe Lunardi's bracketology as of March 12th. So they're two-seed in the West. Their likely games would have been against uh, the 15-seed UC Irvine and the winner of the 7-10 matchup of Arizona and Texas Tech, which would not be easy at all. But... Let's say they escape the first weekend and head into the Sweet 16. They would have played the winner of, I believe, my opinion would have been Seton Hall or BYU, which Seton Hall is is tough and we've played BYU before, but I do like my chances against those two teams, which would have led to an Elite Eight matchup against either Gonzaga, Oregon, or Michigan. Let's say they keep going, then the potential Final Four against Baylor or Creighton. And even if they made it all the way to the championship game, they would have faced a likely favorite at the time, which was Kansas. So taking a look landscape of what could have been, I feel like an Elite Eight appearance is the most realistic, given all the teams that they would have had to go through. But if Gonzaga got upset, which... We know Mark Few's teams have been upset in the past. Then I can definitely see us going into the Final Four um, because just primarily Oregon and Michigan have had up and down seasons while San Diego State's trajectory sort of just kind of trended upward. And this was a different San Diego State team that can provide the outside shooting needed to win these games when things are tough. And we have shot makers and we have rim protectors and we have rebounders. We have perimeter defense. We had the, the ingredients, whereas other Aztec teams in the past were always missing just that one thing. And I felt like that this team had it all. And in, if Baylor got upset before a potential Final Four matchup and we played a team like Creighton, who we played in the past and won, by the way,
then I see a potential matchup against Kansas in the championship game. But here's the buts. But number one, I'm a big believer in sports momentum. So let's say we head into the, we go on this incredible run. Are we going to sustain this, this win streak when we're showing uh, more frequent lapses in, in the consistent play? Two, if going to kind of tying the second scenario of becoming undefeated, a concern about that would have been how incredibly hard it would have been to stay undefeated through the national tournament. And it's like everybody's vying for you. Everyone's going to think, oh, it's impossible. Everyone's going to doubt you um, despite your resume. So that would have been incredible to see or to just be a part of. And then at the end of the day, the ultimate what if, if you couldn't kind of sort of combine the best case scenario of everything, if they've won it all with a zero in the loss column and ended the season as an undefeated national champion, I absolutely would have just lost my shit incredibly. And I probably, my work production probably would have gone down. I don't know how it would, you know, be written about work because I would just not be working all day and just gloating about how the Aztecs were undefeated and set the history, this and that. So there is a, a lot at play here just outside of basketball for this um, from a personal standpoint. But man, it it is unfortunate and it sucks that these guys just couldn't see it through or just stuck to playing what ifs. Um, but at the same time, there's a lot going on in the world that really reminds you that there's just more things that are way more important than just basketball. I mean, I miss it dearly. I wish that it was still on and I can watch whether it's the NBA or college basketball. But right now there's more important things. And the best we could do is just discuss this what if and the the benefit to that is everyone kind of gets to create their own story make their own imprint on the season and really wonder what could have happened so if you have any thoughts if you thought there's any what ifs i missed if you feel that i could have um, maybe dove deep into something else or if i'm just way off base on one of them then just let me know feel free to drop a comment in the uh, iTunes and wherever podcasts can be found, you can find us on believe.com and at believe sports. My name is Kongson. I'm on Instagram at, at N-A-S-G-N-A-K. And we'll just have to wonder what if. This will be known as the greatest season and the greatest what if in school history. So, till next time. Go Aztecs. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. 
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.